House of Run podcast. What are you into these days? Mostly running, Howard. Running. Yeah. Look at the Look at the Coming on. Coming on. I'm not thinking about making the team. I'm thinking about gold and Munich. What can I say? I got beat by zebra. Starts now. Welcome back, everyone, to the House of Run podcast. I am Kevin Sully. He is Jason Halpin. Our email address is houseofrun at gmail.com. We are recording this on July 21st before the evening session, the second pod that we've done in person. Jason, how are you feeling? I'm I'm doing good, man. Yeah, it's been awesome seeing these in person, going to world championships. This will be my fourth and final day here, unfortunately, um, but Still pretty cool. I, I mean, the fact that I get to yeah be here, met met a lot of listeners, which has been amazing too. Um, jinxed countries, so that was impressive. Uh, so it's yeah, it's been a good full week. So day six. Uh, wait, we're on day six. Yes, this, <sighs> this is day, day six. seven. Oh, day seven, right? Yes, that makes yeah. sense because okay. there's three left after this. So we're not gonna go too far in advance because then this pod will be outdated really quickly. But I think we should talk about first what happened. What, the second night you were Day here? Five, yeah, yeah. You, you want to issue an apology and make a statement. I'll give you the floor. Yeah, I'm Norway, I love you, man. I'm I'm sorry. I just I don't you know, I brought a Viking helmet. I thought people thought I was he joking. Did. I was wearing a Viking helmet during it. Um people were looking at me like this is weird. Uh but I didn't care. And uh, do you do you think you look Norwegian? I'm really white. Yes. <laughs> so that's a, a good start, but I don't know. I don't know what a. I mean, I'm not maybe I'm not tall enough to be Norwegian. I that, feel like they're all really tall. That could be. I don't know what shirt you were wearing. I know day one you had the Bill Murray shirt, but maybe your shirt didn't like gave off a different vibe than what the than the Viking helmet. Oh, I was wearing a House oh, Run, I was shirt. Run shirt. Okay, maybe House Run. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, can, sorry. Can yeah, so I you know was obviously pumped because that was that was both you know we men's 400 hurdles, men's 15. Um, men's 15 was first. And that was, you know, I'm like Ingebrigtsen. I'm like, okay, he's he's gonna win this. Mm-hmm. He's he's just at a different level. Yeah. And uh, the guy next to me trying to tell me they were gonna go slow. I said, no, this thing's gonna be fast. Who was so, who was sitting next to you? This dude. He was and he was really giving it to me. He's like, ah, you really screwed. Like, you know, PG version. You really screwed that up, huh? With my hat. Like he kept like wow. digging me. He was actually like he was a funny dude. Jake Whiteman fan? Yeah, <laughs> probably. Um, but yeah. So and then Ingebrigtsen loses in an, you know a great race. Do three three dudes run three twenty nine? Um, just didn't. I was still surprised though. Like, did you thought Ingebrigtsen was going to win that race, right? Up yes. until oh, when hundred to go, I still thought he was going to win. Yeah, it wasn't until he separated Whiteman, separated from him, and then shortly after Ingebrigtsen turned around, I thought, all right, this is over. But he he got past with two hundred to go. But I thought, oh, all right, he's going to let him just burn up some energy around the bend, and then Ingebrigtsen will come back on him. That's what I thought because. When there's a big favorite like that and you've seen him win so much. Now, you could go back to indoors and say, well, he lost to Tefera indoors. But I just I expected Ingebrigtsen to find another gear because you don't expect to say the words Jake Whiteman world champion. Yeah, and nothing, against, it and nothing against Whiteman, right? But like if it's Abel Kipsang or someone else maybe making that move, you kind of are a little yeah. more like, oh, maybe. But honestly, yeah, when there was between 250 and 200 to go, Whiteman moves up on him. And I'm like, oh, well, Ingebrigtsen's not letting him pass. Mm-hmm. Like he's going to force him. You know, this is where he picks it up, and he's like, okay, you want to run lane two, or you're going to fall behind me, Yeah, and then it's over. But he did let him pass. Like, there was really no – he didn't. it didn't seem like he surged at all. He just kind of let him go. And then, yeah, you're right, though. I was still 100 to go. I'm like, oh, he's still going to win. Mm-hmm. He's just too good. Yeah. And 
it seemed like he maybe just didn't, you know, have it that day. He still ran 329, so yeah. that's just how kind of good he is. But also credit to Whiteman. I mean, that was a honest race from the beginning. They went out fast. They It was kind of just consistent across the board. It felt like Ingebrigtsen tried to slow it down briefly in, like, one of the middle laps, I feel like. Well, he said he kept having to fight for his position because Cher- on the he got the lead with two to go. Yeah. And he said Chariot kept making these moves, and he – was surprised. He's like, he's going to end up ruining his race because he's going to spend all this energy. (laughs) So I think Inga Britson's main takeaway from it was he should have gone faster earlier on and gone, not wasted so much energy trying to fend off individual moves and instead just committed fully to it. But I don't blame him for having that strategy. It's not like they went out in 60, you know, they might've gone out a little slower than he wanted. But it no, was a they situation went in, what? where it was like fifty six. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there it was fast. It was six fifty five seconds. Split. And I, I did feel like when Britson took the lead in the second lap, because basically what I expected to happen was like it's going to go fast. Ingebrigtsen's going to want to slow it down for that middle lap somewhere, yeah. and then go hard from whatever to go. But you're right. Like he, I felt like he tried to do it for 50, 50 meters something, and Chariot was like no. And I think I don't know if Chariot kept saying like. We're like, hey, let's work together. Work together to make. Seemed like, it. yeah, it seemed like they were like, hey, let's take out Ingebrigtsen. Like that was the goal was to like ne- not make his race easy at all, mm-hmm. and they did that, and they finished seventh and eighth mm-hmm. because it's really hard. Um, well, so I think they were maybe were hoping to get a little bit from McSwain too because he went out hard. Yeah, and I saw McSwain this morning on Priest Trail running about the same pace that he ran. <laughs> He only knows how to do that. Oh, my God. The guy moved by so quick, and I turned around. I was like, ah, it's McSwain. And he was already so far down the trail. It was just insanity how quick this guy was moving on on a run by himself. So I think they thought they were going to get a little more help getting the pace going, and then it just ended up being those two. And then they thought, okay, well, we're not going to do this. But it kind of, for them, Mingerbritson was right. It did ruin their race because they drifted all the way back um, and and weren't factors in the home stretch. Kerr got up there for – uh, fifth, fifth, right? But yeah. you know he's behind the the, the two Spaniards and Garcia Roma, who didn't win NCAA's, and Katir, <laughs> who got got the bronze. It was not the podium that you would have thought, not the order that you would have thought, certainly. Um, but I don't know, other than really fully commit, what Inga Britson could have done. I guess yeah, run three twenty eight and you're good. Run yeah. three twenty seven, you're good. But it just Whiteman. If you go back and look at it, Whiteman was basically paced this whole way. Oh, no, it was a perfect race for him. Yeah. I mean, he still had to run 329-2. You know, he's, I think he was a few hundredths off his PR. Yeah. So, like, I mean, he, he ran a perfect race. Like, full credit to him. Ingebrigtsen, you know, even with a little bit of jerking, you know, jockeying, jerking around, I thought he still could, you know, might have run 328 just because that's how good I think he is. Sure. Um, But, yeah, no, Whiteman was just in great position. He was, like, just sitting there waiting and doing exactly what you should do. Um. So all the credit to him, like you said, yeah. Two two Great Britain, two Spain before Kenya. They were six seven, not seven eight, so so apologies. But um Yeah. yeah. I mean it was it was a great race though. It, it really was. Uh, a little surprising, but um I was just like, okay, this is you know, not great. I mean I like Ingebrigtsen, but I had a much bigger rooting interest that night that I was really hoping for. Mm-hmm. And that's where the next race started. Um so Again, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It, and this was like great. And like I've seen Dos Santos partying for like three straight days now. Um, rightfully so, by the way. Like I do not blame yeah. him one iota. Like he should be. I hope he's still partying right now. Um, 
but four home for 250 meters looked like yeah he did his full self and he and that's the thing about Warholm like he's not going to be like well let me see how I feel it's like that's not in his DNA yeah. it was like hey I'm either gonna win or I'm gonna fall apart that was I felt like that's probably what he thought and he obviously ended up you know just a hundred to go all of a sudden I'm like oh they're he's falling back already like they caught him yeah and then it was just like. At that point, it was kind of over. Because He's gassed. And if you get gassed running a 400 hurdle race, yeah. it gets ugly really quickly. Now, his first 300 was so quick that the time still was was solid, you know, sub 50. But it almost reminded me of, you know, you watch athletes compete at a lower level. And they just don't have the stamina to get all the way through. And that's yeah. what he said. He missed too much in, in training. And then, you know, if he was fit, it would have been a great race with him and – in the big two up front. Dos Santos, though, man. That guy's just been so good this year. He's so much fun to watch. This oh. event, it's like they put all the awesome people in one event. Seriously, it's it, – yeah, you're right. I mean, it's Dos Santos was incredible. He ran 46-29. He kind of did the arms that spread out for the last 10 meters, just soak it in. So yeah. maybe he could even run, you know, a tiny bit faster. But he was – yeah, you're right. Even a, a fully healthy Warholm, like that could have been mm-hmm. – again, they could have gone for, sub-46 possibly. Like it, who knows? Um which we weren't sure if we'd ever see that again, but yeah. now it's like, man, Dos Santos is so young. Benjamin still is just like the greatest silver medalist of all time. Yeah, it's three um, now. Yeah, three. he's he's just gonna keep keep doing his thing. Um, I loved Benjamin's reaction to Bassett winning. Like he went over yeah. and t- like he was way happier for his teammate than he was for himself, mm-hmm. um, which was cool. But yeah, I mean, it's it makes all the sense in the world that Warholm didn't win. Like, yeah. you know, it's just too much to overcome. It's one thing if you're in kind of a weaker event. Or even just a medium level event, but when you've got guys like Dos Santos and Benjamin waiting, like you can't be as good as he is, you can't be anything less than your best. Um, so, so at that point, the meet is over. Do you take the Viking helmet off? I took it off on the walk. Um, I was carrying it. You, Did you know, get any comments when you're leaving the stadium? No, a few looks, but no comment. No direct comments. Maybe they thought I was actually Norwegian and they didn't want to rub it in. You know, sure, sure. Um, there were a few other guys I saw in the stadium, not near me, but in the stadium, who were, who had the full Viking helmet. But they usually had a Norwegian flag and they had other a things to go along with you. it. Yeah, a much longer, longer flight home. Um, so brought it to the put to the bar afterwards, put it on the bar like while we were drinking, and then it just disappeared at some point. And I was totally happy with that result. <laughs> it felt like the right way to go. So I don't know who has it, but um, they're now cursed. So what if Dos, was that? That was the night Dos Santos was it. If he has it, that would make me so happy. That would be the most incredible. Did you see incredible. him dancing? He's so – dance contest? Against the mascot? Yeah. That was – the mascot also is killing it. Yeah. I got to say. The mascot has been great. I, he's like actually gotten like laughs out of me multiple times. Okay, good. Um, and Jason's a tough crowd, guys, because well, he's a comedian himself. I, I, no, I mean I, I feel like I'm a, I'm a welcome laugher, but maybe mascots usually don't get me, you know, like – but I'm, I'm <laughs> impressed. Tickle my funny bone? Yeah, like, you know, but it's it's been great. Yeah, his he had a dance off against that. Like I said, he's just doing – everything he's like the mayor right now and he's it's just saying yes to everything best. it's great and it's the best yeah he was just talking every round he stopped to talk to everybody he just seemed totally relaxed that's when i thought all right he's clearly healthy he's clearly been fast this year but he's also just insanely react relaxed i mean what did he run 46 46 29 so faster than obviously he did in in tokyo yeah, third fastest so time third ever. Fast, only behind warholm and benjamin and, and not that far behind benjamin's line like i said yeah, yeah so i mean it's it's a legit big three the only thing you hope for is benjamin's been banged up and obviously warholm's been hurt so they're both healthy next year yeah, can that's... we get them all healthy next year and what would that look like i think it would be an interesting thing 
if Benjamin does manage to get a goal at some point and they can all have a goal. uh, Yeah. yeah. Like nobody dominated the era. It'd be a little bit of like, you know, Federer, Djokovic, Nadal type situation. Yeah. Cause they're all just so incredible. Like it's just so much fun and they're, you know, Warhol was the oldest. I think he's 26. Is he? Yeah. Rise 24. I think. Yeah. So he's, so I mean, they're, they're, they're all right there, you know? So it's just like, we're very, very fortunate. And Warholm doesn't seem like a guy who's, you know, feels like he's happy with what he's done so far, even though no. he easily could be. Well, like in, a way, in a way, it just resets it for him. I mean, he's going to want to get it back now. Oh. Now he has motivation. <clears throat> Not that he needed any more motivation. No. <laughs> yeah. But now it's, okay, what are you aiming for for 2023? Well, he wants the damn gold medal back. Yeah, he's, absolutely. He's Carson Warholm. So are the, is there anything specific that you're doing to make amends to the great country of Norway? <sighs> That's a great question. Um, man, I, I, I need to do like a book report or something on them like I had to do in school where you just pick a random country. I just yeah. need to learn more about Norway. Really, maybe I'll go out there, you know, go to the go to the homeland that's not my homeland. Um, See some fjords? Yeah, absolutely some fjords. Um, do I just you, feel bad. Do, yeah, if we have any Norwegian listeners, write in. First of all, blame all of this on Jason. I take full responsibility. You know, Jakob, Jakob comes back on the five. You know, that's going to be hard, but maybe – Maybe he does five something there. So loaded, but the hopes were really pinned on that night. That was Norway. Yeah, that was no, he was. Norway I mean, that's night. the greatest like setup ever, right? To have these two just transcendent athletes. Yeah, like they're not just like gold medalists. They're like the like two of the biggest shining stars in the sport. Yeah, same night, you know. And obviously, Ingebrigtsen will be around for a long time, and he will win many more gold medals. But. Yeah. So the first night you're in the stadium, though, that was women's fifteen hundred, correct? Yeah. What'd yeah. What do you think of that one? Women's 15 was awesome. They, <laughs> it was amazing. Just they decided, I mean, them going out fast wasn't surprising. The fact that he did it from the gun and it was like, oh, there's our medalists. Like, unless, mm-hmm. you know, only because there was like, is Laura Muir right? Like, that was the only thing. Yeah. So it was like, but of course she decided to go along with it because she's Laura Muir and she has no fear of anything. Um, and they were so far ahead. Not even spiders? No, no way. Okay. I call her in her room to kill spiders for me. <laughs> like, that's that's the way it works. Um, but they just all just went out so fast. And so guy tried to do what she could. They, both Ethiopians tried to disrupt Kipyagon, which... <laughs> Didn't work. Is not, it's not possible. She's too good. That's just really what it comes down to. It's There are certain people who are just immune to that you know it was mm-hmm. we had the mo Farah discussion for forever yeah like, where it was like well what they need to do is like, no they don't need to do anything like he's yeah. just going to win these races and faith kipigon is every bit as good as anybody who's ever done it reminds me of like a superhero and the bad guy comes up to them and or the group of people try to stop them and they throw all their weapons at them yeah and not only do the weapons not hurt the superhero the superhero grabs the weapon and then uses it against the attacker. <laughs> yeah. Kip Yegon used that pace against them eventually. Right, yeah. Because she's like, all right, cool. You just narrowed this thing down to four. Thank you. Cool. Okay, I'm going to sit right on your shoulder. And guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to outkick you. Like, she wants it to go fast. Yeah, it's she's not... like, oh, you think 352 is going to bother me? Yeah. Eh, no, I was actually planning to try to run a little faster. But yeah. But you, you threw off my pace. Yeah, it's, so she's just continuing to... It's like a like a like a judo move here, yeah. Right, like yeah, I'm right. Gonna, I'm exactly. Use like, your take your power to use it against, against you. you. It's... Yeah, because they clearly someone said I think it was somebody on our group run, or maybe it was caught on the camera and everybody saw it. But like the Ethiopians like huddled up before the race. Yeah, like <laughs> they were charting out exactly what they were going to do, and it didn't work. Now they got Sagai a medal, 
which maybe that was the goal, but Sagai. Yeah, she did was not, a silver medal favorite anyway, but but she didn't look happy with with Kippy Gun sitting on her. But of course, Kippy Gun Kippy Gun's not going to say, "Oh, five hundred to go, cool. This is when I'm going to go lead." No, yeah. she's going to wait, do what she does. She's the greatest women's smiler of all time. It's not close. It's really not point. close. It's, yeah, it's so and, far and away. Go back and you're seeing you're seeing you know, and, and the men's race just sort of kind of highlights how hard it is to run like that yeah. to, to prevail in a even in a fast race in the women's 15 because yeah, it's it was the exact same strategy mm-hmm. like but yeah. it just you can't shake it keep you on. he's she's that much better than everyone yeah. the only thing i think because it went out just so fast where i'm literally watching i'm like oh my god like yeah. they are flying yeah right off the bat and i was like uh i mean and you know i don't know if she's running the world record regardless but i was like in my head you, you know is that back in head I was like is she gonna go for it Mm-hmm. But it was too fast of a start, where it probably cost her a second Fif- or two. Was it fifty-eight or something like that? Yeah, two, I think they were fifty-eight, and then f- would it be sixty-five because they were two hundred three, or maybe it was fifty-eight and change, and then sixty-four. They were something definitely, like that. They were definitely. Two, I mean, we could two, call this, but they right. were, were two hundred three through eight hundred. Um, I just, I was just, you know, you're, you're never surprised by what she does, but just watching that one. Um, in the stadium, just like this has gone out really fast. <laughs> this is just it was it was that so gap between, obvious. Yeah, like it was just like because sometimes it's like kind of hard to tell how yeah. fast people are going like right off the bat. But um, yeah, so like I mean, this is showing that you know fifty eight to fifty eight eight. Right. Okay. So um, and then two hundred three. Right. So basically a fifty nine. So then like a fifty nine and a sixty four. So still pretty fast. Fast. Yeah. Yeah. Two hundred three. That's. Uh, three forty nine pace about for fifteen hundred. So they were on world record pace. I remember that was one of the ones I ones that I flagged. They said, said is possible, right? Yeah. Like, it's like we have to at least consider it. Yeah. And and I honestly think it was just you know the fifty you know sub fifty nine was just a little too much. That's probably what yeah. ended up causing it. Um. But I, I mean, just incredible. Like I said, and and credit to Sagai and like I said Mirror too, just not having a good season. Wasn't sure. Yeah. You know, by her standards, wasn't sure if she she was a medalist because it's a pretty good deep race. But she, like, was just shadowing it the entire time. Like, she never let them get yeah. more than a, two steps away from her. I thought that could end badly. Oh, uh, I, like, I thought that was an option. Yeah, where I was just like, like, that's the only thing that could disrupt this medal. Uh, the medals is because – and Hailu's, you know, stuck around for a little bit, but she, she kind of yeah. got dropped pretty hard. The gap ended up being six seconds. And <laughs> I think it was six seconds almost after the first lap between – now, Hailu was in that top group Yeah, at that point, but – it's, it seemed like right away the advantage was just so – it was clear as day. Yeah. Yeah, there was a full two-plus seconds between fourth and fifth after the first lap. <laughs> One lap. And – That doesn't happen usually. Not usually, right? No. And, like, it was three seconds after the second lap. Yeah. So – it was just like, what do you do? You know, in Ethiopia, yeah, they had three three runners in there. They go one four five, um, which oh no, I'm sorry, that was the twelve hundred. They go one four and then completely two oh, four and then drop out completely. Mashesha, who I had, but she was she was in it. Like yeah. I mean, she was trying to push the pace. Was she one of the ones who was up there early? I feel like she was. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, at eight hundred, she it was starting to drop. She was back. a second back, so she was she was right there though. But through four hundred, she was with that. I mean, they were, they basically were thinking. Let's get as many of us up there as we can. Although Hailu was, it's like Hailu was on the different plan. Hailu was, was in the chase pack, and uh, yeah, that's right. Okay, I'm looking at these now. So Hailu was in the. The reason Hailu got up for fourth, I think, is because she she did she stayed back. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, I mixed up my Ethiopians. Apologies. Yeah. If Mashesha, um, it was Mashesha who was sliding back. So that's okay. She was the other. Yeah. And I really thought this was a two medal opportunity for Ethiopia, in part because I didn't know if Arlora would 
be in that type of form, but also just because of how good they've been. But you go out and you run that. It, you needed a strategy somewhere in between Hailu and Mishesha's. The problem was a strategy in between those two, you would have been running by yourself. Yes. You're, yeah. You're, yeah. You're like, you're like, okay, I'm just going to set myself up for 357 yeah. and finish two seconds behind third place. <laughs> there like, was 30 meters of track in between there. Uh, how are we feeling about our Laura? Would you say you're chuffed to bits or what would you say? Yeah. I, no, I think after the season she had, I, I couldn't be. Can you give me a could, British phrase? Yeah, yeah. I'm... Uh, Oh man, I need to brush up on my British phrases here. And we've seen so many British people here too. Did you ask them for a cool phrase? Yeah, they, yeah give me something because I'm. I, I feel like, especially after the year she had, third place is a massive yeah. victory. Yeah, bang up job for her. Because honestly, I mean, Sagai was a clear number two. Uh huh. Um, and she was with, like I said, she was with her the entire time. She never got dropped at all. Yeah. And that's correct. Like in in that kind of race, like I just love the way she runs because it's. She's obviously insanely talented, of course, but like she's just not afraid to like be have an off year and just like, well, you know what? I'm not gonna get dropped by like miss, see my medal opportunity just run away from me, right? Yeah, like like yeah. She, that's just not part of like what she'll allow. So yeah, that was really fun. Speaking of fun, men's steeple, that was Ugh, that was the opposite not of fun. what you thought was gonna happen. You were thinking sub eights. A lot of sub eight. Yeah, right. Like, well, turns out they ran sub eight for the first K. I think <laughs> it was close. It was it was very close. Um, yeah, for me it was just like I don't get if you're if you're Germa. Yep. What are you doing, man? You go into that race and you're like, okay, I've run sub eight twice this year. I think, and but Elby Collie is just like a monster finisher, right? Yeah. Like I can't. He's a closer, man. I can't let him stick around. So my one chance to win this is probably trying to run seven fifty five. Yes. Right. Okay. Make it a pure guts race. So, as we say. Yes. That's the only way. Then I'm the only one who can win it. So then, of course, what you want to do is go out in 257 for the first K. <laughs> it, was, it was slow. It was so slow. There were literally 12 guys jumping the last barrier, the, the last water barrier together on the final lap. Like we were right in front of it. Yeah. And I'm just like, Really, that was the only drama of the race. Was like, there's too many well, guys sec- trying to clear. Second to last, right? Didn't it break up before the last? <sighs> Maybe it broke up. Before I remember the last. second time it started accelerating. Right. Let's check the splits. Now I gotta know. Yeah. Let's I'm, see. Uh, twenty twenty seven hundred to go. Where are we at? Well, that'd be three hundred to go. Were they all there? Yes. There was eleven guys within Jeez. a second of each other. <laughs> so yeah, it was literally the last lap. Yeah. Yeah. It was. <laughs> The one I started to get worried about was the second to last one because that's where the pace started to hot up a little bit and there was just no separation there. Yeah. Like, and the, but the result was what you thought the result would be. It was. And so it's like – but it just felt like, okay, so, Grandma, you basically just like conceded silver. Conceded yeah. gold and got yeah. to, to silver. But it was just disappointing. You know, like, I mean, it, it just wasn't that fun to be honest. We're at a point now since we've seen the 1500s go fast for a couple of years now. Yeah. I think the expectations are – Let's let's not have these insanely stupid tactical races. Yeah, like I get why they do them. I get why they have them. I'm not saying that, but of course. But there doesn't have to be a world lead on everything. But like, it should be honest. Go for it. Like a little bit, right? Like it was just not. Yeah. You know, it was just like okay, that's fine. Eight twenty five, eight twenty six, eight twenty seven. The only drama was is something going to happen because there's so many people in such a small space. Yeah, that was it, and nothing did somehow. Um, Jager got six, which. To me, it's still crazy. Huge. So wrap my head around that. He was disappointed because he kind of talked himself into getting better and better throughout each round, or even going back to USA is getting better. And I just think you stay, take a step back a couple 
not even months, a couple of weeks ago, going into USA. Is, is like, is I think I said he has a he has zero chance to make the team. Yeah. I think that's where I was at a couple months ago. Dude got six. Dude Top got American, six. Yeah. More. So I get. I mean, he's you know he's an incredible athlete, multiple medalists. Like he should have crazy standards for himself because yeah. that's what great athletes do. But like, yeah, Evan from the outside. <laughs> We're all real proud of sixth place, man. That was Dude, that was really good. That was a that was an incredible effort, and in that type of race too. Yeah, with like that he, required, he could have gotten dusted by everybody. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. To have that sort of uh, close, it wasn't that. Ba- I mean, he wasn't that far out of it, wasn't he? Like less than two seconds back of a medal, or a second back of a medal. Yeah, basically, a, just over a second. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a positive development. For yeah, that's who, crazy. Who knows what's going to happen next year? But that's a positive development. Women's steeple went out at the same pace. Way be- Literally, this first K was exactly the same pace, <laughs> and it was awesome. Like, the women's steeple, they went for it um, the whole time. Like, I mean, it was just from the gun. Uh, you know, Drudo, obviously there, the Ethiopians again, kind of <laughs> a recurring theme. Um, yeah, a lot of double medal. Like, a lot of countries getting two or three medals in each event. Yeah. In these championships, it's interesting. I guess part of that is because the – Extra entry for some events, but Geruto, where she ran 901 in the heats, so you're like, all right, yeah, she she's go like gonna go fast. Yeah, I mean, how many people broke 901 in the final? Four, three, three, and then one was one ran 901. Yeah, so when you run that time, <laughs> it's gonna it be, it yeah, hard. it's a good, but I mean, you know, get a shoe and, and a uh, a BB at like 854, 856, and there was a like they said they went out really fast, and like the group went with them, like they yeah. were strung out, but Coburn was up there, it yeah. was like a group, and you know. They paid for it a little bit because that's yeah. what happens when you run sub nine pace. Sure. Um, but you know, so so Frerichs, Coburn goes what six eight. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which is fine, but I you know when the when the when the bronze medal is eight fifty six, it it really wasn't on the table for there was nothing out there. Oh, it was very. I mean, based on depth, it was insane. Yeah. There's the three people eight fifty six or Cooker. I mean, yeah, and there was four. With like a lap to go, including Yavi. Yeah, um, Yavi fell apart. Yeah, she was. I, I so I was. I, I had a little action on, on get a chew to medal, um, yeah. and uh, so I was. Man, it was those those four, and I was just like, oh, she's gonna get out kicked. Like this is this is how mm-hmm. it's gonna end. The eight hundred meter runner is gonna get out kicked. Well, she ran one fifty six last year. I was not worried about that. I said she. Well, I just thought she'd be middle. dead because it's, it's three thousand meters. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little farther. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's um, but for and then about halfway through that, I was like, is she going to beat? Trudeau? Like, yeah. is she going to get the gold? Like, gold. she looked so good. She was. She definitely took the hurdles better than everybody else. So yeah. I feel like that. You know, that's obviously always a nice advantage. Uh, but yeah, she gets. You know, she gets silver national record, Ethiopian national record. That's always yeah. impressive. Um, so that that race was awesome, and it was the only running final yesterday. So at least I'm glad it was. If it was like the men's steeple was the only one yesterday, that sure, would have been sure. such a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, all right. We another event we wanted to mention. We're not going to go too much into the prelims and. Semis and stuff, just because we'll get that on the big recap at the end. We'll do the last four days, seven, eight, nine, ten on next yeah. week's pod, which is a lot of stuff. It's going to be a, a massive yeah, pod. like half the finals. And I'm ba- sad because we won't be in the same spot. And I just feel like the pod goes up a level on the same spot. Right, I yeah. agree. I should move to Las Vegas, or you should move to Austin. I think that's mm. the solution. Or meet right in the middle in eh, I don't Arizona, or probably in Texas. Texas it's probably in the middle. That's like, crazy. Oh, Paso or something. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk about the 800 because it was everything we hoped it would be and more. Oh, my uh, God. It was a complete mess. Let me read this email from Marshall. Yeah. Subject line, Comedy of Errors. <laughs> Hello, Kevin and Jason. Let's just do a quick recap of the Comedy of Errors that is the men's 800. Uh, heat 1, Bergen no showing the prelims. He got hurt. 2, Heat 1 winner in 149. Germa does not advance. 
Uh, sorry, yeah. hold on. Yeah. 149. Yeah. Uh, heat 2, Brazier clearly not healthy. Also in Heat 2, Amakwa from Ghana DQ'd for lane violation. Heat 3, McBride goes down and almost takes Hopple with him. Hopple clearly not okay. Heat 4, Brandon Miller finished his race in lane 4. Heat 5, Coach DQ'd for deciding to imitate Walter Payton and plow through the field, which I believe allowed <laughs> Robert and French to advance. Heat 6, the bar is pretty low based on the first five heats, so I guess it wins the day for lack of shenanigans. So we have medalists, Dobek, defending champion, Brazier, world indoor medalist, Hoppel, and world leader, Bergen, all out before the semifinals. At this rate, some will be struck by lightning in the semis, and an earthquake will occur in the final, or worse, the winner still will run 150. By the way, Legend is giving Berlino a run for his money, his best mascot. I've been very impressed with his antics and his dance-off against Dos Santos. Agreed. Was stellar. All the best. That is Marshall. Um... It's funny because he, he before that he sent his prediction of who was going to be in the final. Yeah. Then um, he had Hopple, gone, Arop, Brandon Miller, Dobek, Bull, Career, Kasey, and Bergen. So he already had how many guys are left? Well, Bergen is out of that. Miller's out of that. Hopple's out of that. Dobek's out of that. So he's lost about half. Lost half his guys. Yeah. Well, he has Hopple for gold, Bergen for silver, Arop for bronze. So it's just everything. I mean, part of this is the way they're running. Like, there's so much RG bargy out there. Oh, man. Because yeah. it's going slow. But I think part of the reason it's going slow is because we have a lot of people they're grouped not good. around. <laughs> Sorry. No, sorry. <laughs> we have a lot of people grouped around all the same time. So it's just. Yeah, it's it's, it's the thing is, like, there's just no. I'm sorry. They're, they're not all bad. It's just there's no outlier, like, great. So it's like a bunch of 144 or a guys. Or a couple. Yeah, there's just like a bunch of, like, 144 mid guys. And then there's a heat that goes 149, because sure. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, it, it's just. You know, I think I put it on, tw- on Twitter too, but we were literally walking to the stadium to, about on our way in, and we were talking about the men's eight, and it was just like, well, at least Hopple, like, I feel like it's his best chance. Like, I don't, I don't, I was like, I don't think Hopple's gonna win. I was like, I think he might have the best chance to make a final. He's just so consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, there was some argy bargy there, and he got, you know, almost tripped and fell, but he didn't. But he's out. Like, it, there's, it's just so there's literally no one you can count on. No, I mean, it just again, this is. It would have been more surprising if the opposite happened and we had this group rise to the top and you had guys that you thought based on past performances were going to deliver, delivered. That would have been more surprising than this. This is a continuation of everything we've seen this year. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I'm just looking at who's remaining. We, we do get the, the semis tonight. So whoever you like, they're about to go out and not make the final. Well, because um, semis is usually where things fall apart. It's not supposed to fall apart in the first round. Maybe a guy or two. Yeah, it's like the one-off weird situation, right? But it's yeah. not... You're right. You don't lose half of the expected finalists, but there's really no expected finalists at the same time. So We did that prediction contest thing on Flowtrack, and it was right. 80, yeah. 85% of the entries got knocked out, and you had to predict the medal order. 85% of people, including me, lost... Lost a medalist. That's a medalist in the first round yesterday. There's only 15% of entries. Five, yeah, five out of six or, or whatever it is. Like, that's Yeah, and we're crazy. probably we're – probably, who knows how many we're going to lose today. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it'll be 5%. We'll be alive. Just statistically speaking, you're going from 24 down to eight, and of the remaining people, very few people have similar top threes, and yeah. some of those people aren't going to make it. I think you're still in. You like Which s- I barely remember who I picked. You got Mula and Sajadi, right? Well, <laughs> in my betting, I do. But I don't think I picked the same guys in oh. the prediction contest as well. So maybe I think I picked Arop. Arop does look good. Um, I picked one of the Kenyans, but I don't remember which one. Okay, they're Kenyamal or or or, or Kibet or 
Jesus, I don't Pinyol even know. Pinal Cabello. Yeah, because I, 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 I don't and think I picked two. So I must have picked, yeah, I picked one, uh, picked one of them. And then I can't recall who my third person was. Why would you know? It's going to be uh, an all-timer. I just think it's so bizarre that no favorite has emerged. I'm going to be excited after the semis when you're like, all right. Who are you picking? And right, you're st- and you're still going to get it wrong. Like it's still going to lead you in a in, in a direction where you're in a, you're in a dead end. <laughs> you're a house of mirrors, Jason. Uh, Mario Garcia still alive um, mm-hmm. after I picked him so, so much so early, and then he finished last place in every race he ran. Uh, so he's probably going to win gold since I since I dropped out. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. All right. What? This is your first time here. Thoughts of the stadium? Yeah, new stadium. Um, I mean, it's it is really nice. Like it's it's great. If you're not in the sunny side, it is everything you want it to be. I had the first two days were both in the shade. Mm-hmm. Seats are the most comfortable stadium seats I've ever sat in. Yeah, got to give credit there. It's like a movie theater. It really is really nice. Like better than most movie theaters. Um, and Jason's been to a lot of movie theaters. I he have. Floyd I Mayweather. Love, movie theater. I love going to the movies. Um, uh, the crowds have been good. Like it's been. Yeah. Mostly full, if you know, but like certain camera angles, you'll see. You're like, wait, why that? That looks that side looks completely empty. Yeah, because it's so hot, and people are just standing in the concourse. Yeah, it's like all those seats are sold, and the people are literally twenty feet behind their seats. And they sometimes, like, I had those seats out there yesterday, and for the four hundred heats, I was running down yeah. for fifty seconds watching a race and then going back up. Nice, nice. Um, so yeah, so the the crowds have been good. Um. Yeah, I mean it's, it's but not great. Let's be clear, not great. They've been good, not great. I think yeah, the crowds. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think they've been. Yeah, I think they've been good. Like it's, it's. Yeah, I mean, it'll just it'll be. I, I don't, you know, I'm sure there's going to be takes on both sides. There'll probably be. Um, this was the best meet ever. And yeah, and, and then this just this was such a disappointment. And it's like it's not either of those things. Like it was. It's it's been better than a lot of recent world championships, but yeah. it's also not going to reach London 2012 heights or something or things of that nature. Like right. Yeah, like it's just there's certain things that you know it's fine. Like, and it, I don't think it's done a, a um, you know I think it could easily be here again, whatever you know, decades from now. Yeah. Um, what do you hate about the stadium, though? Be specific. <laughs> I <laughs> wish it was older. <laughs> like, uh. if it had, if it was like a, almost like a hundred years old, that would be like really cool. Um, can't think of a stadium like that. Yeah, either. so that's that's unfortunate. No, but I mean it's. Yeah, I really don't have any complaints. Like I said, it'll be interesting to see, you know, during the uh, pre and, and USAs and stuff. Those will be the test because I, if they're half full, that could be where it's like, oh, yeah. man, this is kind of disappointing. Um, but maybe, with you know, they'll do really well in years that aren't <laughs> like this and, and people are traveling that much more yeah. and stuff like that too. So um, overall, I, I mean, I like the stadium. Like I said, I still, you know, miss, I, I still would have loved if they could have done some mix of old and new, but we've talked about that to death. Yeah. All right. Well, that's Jason's impressions of the stadium. Um, other fun stuff. want to thank all the listeners who came out to some of the group runs. Those yeah. Are, those have been a lot of fun. Runs and the Wild Duck, yeah. Yeah, that's been great. Jason has established himself with the Wild Duck in a way he's probably uh, very, very, very uh, proud of. No, he's, he's – No, it was really cool though. Like it was really fun. Just so many just – obviously, you know, you'll see that the big-time athletes get a lot of attention, but there's so many other athletes mm-hmm. who it's like, oh, that's like the eighth-place mm-hmm. shot putter or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like – and we met a, a few of those people uh, one night when we were hanging out in there and of course couldn't have been nicer, you know, from all over the world. Um, and it was just really cool. 
like just to like kind of have that experience yeah. and, like just yeah. so many different you know places and just everyone having a having a really good time um Dos Santos is the winner, though. He's Dark, right? yeah, he's the king of of Eugene right now. I think that's safe <laughs> to say, right? Like he's I, he's the number one guy. Yeah, and there's still a few days left for someone to take and, that and, well, honor from him. But yeah, because right Shelly and Fraser Price is the queen for sure. But she's yeah. not gonna she's not gonna show up at the duck. She's too famous. Yeah, like and she's been famous they for. Stu- 15 years did we ever right? figure out were they singing like the national anthem for him when he came in they were chanting something people wanted to join in but they just didn't know but, yeah we had no idea but the, was... but the group he was with of 20 or 30 or so was loud enough it carried through the whole oh yeah and up. it was they said yeah and he's just you know and i've seen him stop for a thousand pictures like i just keep seeing him randomly yeah. like and he's stopping for every picture he loves it. um i had to bring up because i was i was a, one of the nights i was sitting there there was this woman behind me who's waiting for a beer for like forever. So I was finally like, oh man, like, I was like, what do you want? Let's... And then she like, kind of threw out that she. Jason, by the way, I bought that a lot one, of or two, <laughs> one or two nights. He got there, you got into pole position real early. And some of these athletes, the staff is just. They're overwhelmed. They they're, doing a, they're doing a great job, but yeah. they're just overwhelmed. And, but, but some of the athletes or the people coming in from other countries don't understand, like, okay, where do I stand and how do I order and all this other stuff. Jason's kind of volunteered himself as the ambassador of ordering drinks. I may or may not have helped uh, you earn that reputation. Yeah, of, hey, I love it. Talk to this guy. And I slapped Jason on the shoulder. He knows how to do it. He's, he has a secret password. So it, that's been a, that was a fun development. Well, yeah, and it was fun. It would just be like, yeah, there was like this Spanish 1500-meter runner or the – the shot putter. 10,000 runner, yeah. Yeah, right. oh, 10,000 runner. Yeah, yeah, it's like, and it's just like, but then they mentioned, they're like, oh yeah, I finished 12th in the 10 camp. I'm like, I need to buy you a beer. That's amazing. Like, this is awesome. <laughs> and then, this, this other one, so Sarah Mitten from, from Canada, she, so she threw, like, she, she kind of threw out like, oh yeah, well, I'm done so I can have, I just want a, a beer, any beer. And yeah. I was like, oh, well, what did you do? I said, I did the shot. And I was like, oh, well, how do you, how do you finish? She says, shots. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, well, I got, I lost a tie break for third by one centimeter. So she's the fourth place finisher in the shot put, but she lost on her second throw by one centimeter, which I was like that. First of all, I was like, you're incredible. Fourth place is absolutely yeah. amazing. But like, also that's, that's brutal. Yeah. To lose on that. But so it was just cool just to be a bunch of random athletes and like, yeah, they're all having a great time. Yep. as They should people who you wouldn't normally recognize, right? Not super duper stars, but people who maybe in their own country are a big deal, but they're just, uh, Kind of fly below the rim. Very humble, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Couldn't be like... Yeah. yeah, and I was just like, no, I'm buying you a beer. And they're like, no, no, you can't do that. I said, well, when I come to Spain, then you have to buy me a beer. People <laughs> disagree on that. So. That's the rule. They're actually not going to do that. Yeah. Especially it's... not in Norway. You are getting absolutely oh, nothing. Oh, my God. I'll get... In Norway. You're going to get booed destroyed. when you walk off the plane. All right. Let me get to some emails here before we go. Uh, we got an email here from Alex, former mediocre sprinter. Yeah. Uh, updated Jakob... Jacob power ranking. So oh, yeah. in 2020, he wrote in with the same email. Kip Limo, Ingebrigtsen, Whiteman. He has an updated Whiteman, Ingebrigtsen, Kip Limo. Ooh. So, yeah. So in yeah, he didn't update after Ingebrigtsen's gold at the yeah. Olympics. Yeah, that's come on. So come on, I mean, Alex. I feel like so if we're going if we're going 2020, 2021, 2022, that's there's there hasn't been the same order. Yeah. At any point, right? Correct. Correct. All right, and then we got some about. More about Devin Allen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Starts. Uh, this is David, currently in Providence, formerly Chicago and Eugene, Drink? a.k.a. the Big Three. Oh, yeah. Just listen to the most recent pod, and everybody already said what needed to be said in terms of timing about Allen. I'll just add that there's a big economic cost for the athlete, and in this case, an athlete leaving the sport for a better economic opportunity. Allen doesn't get prize money. He doesn't get bonuses from his sponsors. You know who didn't 
who did profit off him, World Athletics. I was in the stadium for the heats, and Allen was one of the few athletes they pumped up throughout the day. He put people in the stands as a shame if that's his last professional track and field race. Well, he says he's going to come back after the football season, so we'll see. Unrelated, I think I heard Kevin say that there were some celebrities at the meet. I didn't notice in person or on TV, but said to the group I was with that it seems like a miss to not have a budget to fly some people out to watch track, especially given the Nike ties. I saw Phil Knight there. Pay some NBA or NFL athletes or just some randos with millions of Instagram TikTok followers to help promote the sport. What about former athletes? Usain Bolt should be at every World Champs as long as he's alive. Uh, yeah, I think a cool way to do that too would be with the instant medal thing because they've decided that yeah you need to get your medal right away yep. in the same way. They're they're scrambling to throw a medal at you. Yeah, because the idea is you want to celebrate with your medal on the lap of Which honor. Which I I actually I like that idea. I do like it, but they're also doing the medal ceremony for a lot of the events that night. I don't yeah. like if you're gonna do it that quickly. I guess. You can just give them the medal that night, but they want to have it on the lap of honor. Yeah. So, aka the victory lap. But yeah, I don't. Sometimes it looks weird when the guy in the headset is just like throwing on a medal random. I think that it should be celebrity. No, who I does think a hundred percent. I think you brought this up maybe just not in on the pod, but just in person. It might you, have been. Yeah, been, where, where you threw up that you threw out that like I did not throw up. You did not throw up. No, that's not happened yet. Um, but you just threw out. You're like, yeah, like why not have the special legend from every race yeah. who's, who's handing out the medals at the end or just a quick off or just know. a random famous person would be cool yeah that'd be great yeah Travis Scott that. was here you know Kevin Hart will come out yeah exactly I the Rock they're best friends Marcus Mariota was here too I mean Oregon legend super himself. Oregon legend yeah they love but, him out but here but that'd be cool yeah I mean just just to do something and like they could be standing like 50 100 meters past thing and then someone could say on the end you know now presenting Jake Whiteman with his gold medal Grammy award winning artist Alicia Keys. I was like, which, which, which one I was, was going to be? I don't know. I was trying to think of a Grammy Award-winning artist. Yeah. I just, I and I was trying to think of a weird, like, uh, I was trying to think of something more, more obscure. Some of a connection. Yeah, some sort of connection. Yeah, not Blues Traveler. Um, mm. Anyway, let's keep rolling. Yeah. That was... Uh, I think that's a good idea, though. I think that needs to be done. I, I like... I like Because I like being able to take the victory lap with the medals. And then, of course, you still need the ceremony because you need that part of it as well. Sure. Sure. But they, I think you're right. Yeah, they, get someone cool to give hand out those medals instead of, you know, nothing against that official. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but we could do better. It's just funny that I got a medal, like, at the Sierra Vista Invitational with a little bit more pomp and circumstance than the men's and women's 100-meter champions did. That's fair. Because they would put it around your neck. Yeah. And like, are you the principal? <laughs> That's pretty cool. You came out on a Saturday, <laughs> and this is just a random person with a headset on. Here's uh, Noah. Which one? For, we met him. Okay. Formerly from Wisconsin, currently from North Dakota. Drink. Drink. We met Noah at one of the group we did. runs. It was great to meet you guys for a run at Worlds. Now you can confirm that North Dakota does, in fact, exist. <laughs> I forgot to show you guys, but it's I think I should be the think. new New Milwaukee Bucks correspondent. Whoa. As I have a tattoo. He's coming for Kyle? Yeah, as I have a tattoo of the Bucks logo on my forearm. How did he not show us this? I don't know. I hope this ruffles some feathers. Before the net series of 21, I made a bet with my girlfriend that if the Bucks won the championship, I'd forever ink them on my body. I do not and will not regret this decision unless somehow the Nets or Warriors take Giannis away from us or if he gets a chest tattoo like the one Tyler Hero just got. <laughs> Look it up. Thanks for the world's coverage, and hopefully I can make a trip to Vegas or something to take all of Jason's money. That is Noah. Listen, the Bucks are big enough now. We can have two correspondents. That's true. Right? But no, uh, Kyle's not losing his job. No, we can't take the job from Kyle. He's he's Better earned great it. Job. He was there through you know throughout the playoffs. But yeah, I'm not against a second correspondent. Does he still have this girlfriend? 
after he got the tattoo? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I, mean, I guess that, he, he didn't say ex-girlfriend, but... Tattoos are forever. Girlfriends aren't always, so it depends. Wow, that's amazing. That's an amazing <laughs> statement there. I hope they're together, you know? Um, That'd be good. Got another one, another Noah writing in. Hold of course. On. Oh, wait, did we? Oh, no, we read this one, I think. Oh. Sorry. My bad. Okay, um, here's one. Noah Lyle said, I'm going to smoke you guys in the 200. <laughs> Steve, endorse it. UK, listen to the pod at the moment uh, with the Devon Allen false start. And it got me thinking about using the start blocks to measure exact start time of each competitor along with their exact finish to get their exact 100-meter timing. Obviously, this couldn't be done in a proper race, but it would be great to have separate uh, to have a separate unlimited meet. You could use the exact times for the 100 and 200 and 400, then have the no bar pole vault and high jump, where laser measures the height of the jump rather than jumping over a certain height. Ooh. Long and simple jump with no fouls, just exact measurement from the takeoff and landing. Not sure the middle and long distance would be impacted, but I think it's a cool idea for a special meet at some point. Would also be good to have a start when you want 1500 or similar, where those with the fast kick could start out first, and those without could plan to start two or three seconds later and catch up, knowing that they have time in the field and don't need to finish to win. Will be interesting to see the tactics. That is Steve. I love that as like a random one-off meet, off-year meet too. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think that's a really good idea because I do think it's I do think it's interesting when you have, you know, uh, just like the, oh wow, she left so much on the board on that jump. Yeah, this could have been that, or you know, yeah, and like you're right, but technology would be really easily done. Um, I'm all aboard this this idea. I think it's a good idea. We got four days left, Jason. You're gonna get to see the two hundreds tonight. Two hundreds, yeah, it's exciting, and then we got. You know, women's four meter hurdles still to go. Obviously, all the relays with four hundreds, both five thousands as well, both eight hundreds. There's just there's a ton to talk about. I almost wish there was more finals in the first half. It feels, it feels like next week's show is going to be super duper long. Yeah, it makes sense, I guess, because you know, the meets ten days. You have to do the like you can't have all the finals up <laughs> like evenly spread out, really. Yeah. But like, yeah, I think it's. Uh, I know when we did the list of the events we were covering, I was like, wait, that's it even though because it feels like more and obviously we've seen yeah. a ton of heats and semis and all that stuff um but it's been great and obviously yeah we're we have like half the events left still to see like that's a, pretty crazy probably yeah. more than half yeah we got the you got the women's high hurdles yeah uh, the men's highs and then but then you also have the women's four hurdles the steeples are done but the yeah the two the four the eight the five the five and yeah the so relays. it's more than half yeah yeah like that's awesome i do think we need to talk about the schedule at some point. I know you're the schedule master. Yeah. And you figured out you the way. This? That's on my desktop. Wait, let me see right it. now. Updated schedule, all in one page. Okay, I'm looking at this, folks. This was this was this was a ten dayer, but I think we were talking on a way there, way back one time to get this down to eight or seven. Yeah. Can you do it? Might be doable. Hey, I, I'm willing to take another run at this. It's been a while. Yeah, I think. The key is you took out the mixed four by four. Yeah, that, I, I stand by that. Which is slowly becoming my favorite event because it just bothers me to no end. Yeah, I mean we had Allison Felix in there. That was the only thing that gave it any relevance this year, but she's retiring, so that was the reason it had relevance. Yeah, I just think with some of these sessions, like yesterday's session, where it's like one running event final on the track, I'm just trying to think. Hey, we we, we could probably we could we could we could make we could this compress a little, bit, a little bit a little bit more. I agree. Efficient, and then you see someone doubling, you're like, oh man, the two hundred. Right after the hundred, that's that's tough, but yeah, that should be hard, and that's a yeah. Tough, that's you a make tough... make all doubles possible, but not easy. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I want to get rid of the easy double. That's a good man. No, you're tough. Sh- no, that's what make your shirt even more relevant, though. Yeah. Because like, wow, some people made make that double 
look easy. But there's just it, and you're only doing three hour sessions only in air quotes. But yeah, they're doing a lot of stuff with a schedule to give field events a platform. Yeah, like hey, there's which a, is good. There's yeah. a 15, 20 minute break for the last round of the discus. Yeah, it, it's good. I just think some things can be tightened up a bit. Agreed. But you know. We're going to change the schedule every year. That's just how track and field works. Yeah, it seems like we can just get a perfect schedule. And then, you know, I'm not saying I'm the most qualified person to do it. I'm just saying I can do better than the people who are currently doing it. Yeah. And then, so, you know, what? when you get a perfect schedule, you know what you should do? Huh. Save it. Put, put copy the, and paste. Put the floppy disk in. Yeah. Drag. Adjust for time zones and exactly. whatever else you need to do. File, save as. Yeah. And you pick the location. Maybe even have a backup just in case someone accidentally, you know. Not a backup schedule, but a no, no, backup, backup cop- copy of the schedule. Yeah, yeah, print it and then save it because it's almost as if the high school schedule never changes and the college exactly the same. college schedule changed, but that was because they did men, women, men, women. But yeah. it's not – they're not thinking, hey, hey, this year, guys, the 400 is going to be the very first event. We're just, that's just what we're going to do. Yeah. It's, it's just going to be the first event this time. We're going to switch uh, – the I- I- indoor schedule is going to be different now. DMR is going to be uh, – on the second day, right. and then the three Ks. The first. No, they found something. Is it perfect for every circumstance? No, no. but everybody knows what the damn schedule is. Yeah, so. exactly. And then, and then you could, and then we talked about this before. You could just start comparing. Was this the greatest day seven in world championship I, history? I like it. Or some people would be able to know, like they'd be able to know. Hey, I'm going to come for these days, and this is what's going to work. And for me, because these are the athletes I want to see, I just, I, I don't get why we can't standardize the schedule. But we don't even know where meets are in the future either. So that's too tall of a task. In any event. We will uh, we'll end it there. Yes. Run at gmail.com. Write in with your thoughts on the World Championships. Jason and I will probably record. We won't record again until Tuesday. which that sounds is, right. Which yeah. Today is Thursday. So we'll record on Tuesday, July something or other yep. uh, at some point. And we'll, we'll recap the rest of World Champs. We might even have to do a couple. Like, we'll probably have a World Champs pod recap even after that. It's just it's like more big, like, yeah. Bigger picture stuff. Maybe... Maybe what we're stuff we're looking forward to the rest of the season. Yeah, since there's still yeah. like twelve meets. There's still twelve meets, and there's still Commonwealth Games and the sort of European Championships. So there's also going to be plenty to talk about. So maybe we'll just roll. This is just be like, hey, remember Worlds? Yeah, yeah that, that was, was a month and a half ago. But these Monaco results are nuts. Is Timothy Cherry really the best 1500 meter runner? Forget Jake Whiteman. What's going on? <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you guys then. Jessica Ennis. See you in Eugene Stone. <laughs>